Hi, my name is Jordan. I'm playing Leo the Scoundrel, and it is good to be here in the presence of all the other cast of the realms. Hi, I'm Eli. I play Clara the Mechanic, and it's good to physically, actually be here. Hi, I'm Jory. I'm playing Shayna the Pilot, and it's good to be in a room with other people. Hi, I'm Jillian. I play November the Stitch, uh, and it's good to be here because it's been 18 months. What's up? And I'm Jesse, the Quizats Hatterack. The podcast must flow. Welcome to Many Realms. to start on planet Gaius, specifically for a street festival. Uh, it's going to be a chill, like, multi-night affair in this section of um, the capital city of planet Gaius, which is called Gaius City, that is known for having, like, a big, sprawling, fun market, performances, little, like, fun trinkets, people sell fun treats. So it's possible that um, my, like, original pictures, maybe Shayna decided that the crew could use some, like, rest and relaxation after some crazy business, but if there are other interpretations of someone else's idea was to come to this festival or someone like knows someone here or has memories of this place that's like a fun um buy-in too has anyone been to the festival on on gaius before uh i'd say uh for work sure okay so i haven't really enjoyed the festivities so our opening scene um i think i just want to watch you guys have some fun at this street festival on gaius um there are people uh it's like a a whole section of like the city square plaza has been taken over with these kind of makeshift little pop-up stalls and tents um people are selling lots of goods and trinkets you walk by a stall that's selling bootleg dvds of episodes of the adventures of captain block grubat people are handing out these sort of digital flowers that are electronic that are made of little light projections on a mounted plastic stem so you can uh, twist a couple of knobs and the flower will change color or the petals will change shape. Kids like to hit each other with them because it provides like a mild electric sting. <laughs> Fucking kids, man. Kids, don't don't try this at home or in the future or in space. People are making delicious treats. There is a like a, a type of orb made of crystalline rock candy that they hang from a string that you're supposed to sort of lower into your mouth and nibble on. Um, there's all kinds of delights. There are buskers performing on every street corner. What kinds of things is this crew up to? What is the vibe like as you roll through the streets of Gaius at this festival? Uh, November would like to try one of every food. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think um, Clara is really into trinkets, little, little things to collect. And she got some money from that last job, some extra money because she did some scrap searching. So she's trying on masks to put on the back of Jeeves' head. Are there rides? Yeah, I think there are. There are pretty small, temporary rides. There's. Um, uh, it's very popular to do kind of like 
VR-ish pods where you sort of are watching like a 4D movie and the chair will like oscillate around you and spray mist when like Shrek sneezes. No, there's no like rickety wooden roller coaster that's going to break or... Um, there might be like a uh, space like carousel, but nothing like hugely built because it's still in like kind of within the city. All right. Shana's going to find the closest thing to a roller coaster there is then. Nice. Uh, what about you, Leo? Whether she protests or not, uh, like I think it'd be cute slash fun to be like somewhat chaperoning Clara, even though she probably doesn't need it. Huh. Aw, she probably hates that. But Eli loves that. Yeah. Oh, I will be annoyingly trying to get people to also go on the roller coasters with me. Are you going to order me to? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll just be like, no, it's fun, please. <laughs> yeah. Are there are there any like beats you want to visit? Are there conversations these characters want to have in this like moment of rest and relaxation? Ox is um, buying some spare parts. She always wants to keep like a good amount of uh, spare gear on the ship. And you guys recently got paid. So she's very happy with that. And she likes to buy... Um, nice like dehydrated mushrooms and spices that she can use to amp up her cooking yeah. on long trips um yeah what's the chatter like claire's af- I, I think claire's afraid of rides you're afraid of rides yeah there's no time to think on them and it's just it doesn't stop she doesn't like them it's only like 30 seconds and you'll it's i know like going into the line and whatever you get like the anxiety but the rush it's still worth it come on come on you'll have fun you're a kid. You're, you, you live a little. You're, you're so young. I'm almost an adult. Are you tall enough to ride this ride? <laughs> tall enough? Let's Thank see. you very much. Leo squints at the, like, he must be this tall and kind of, like, measures with his eyes to see. There's, like, four inches below the top of my head. Why are you doing this? It's not going to get me to join you. Maybe we should go on the ride and see if you can get on. I realize I've been trapped now. You might be right. I might be too short for this ride. And she spins on her heel. <laughs> what if, if you are too short, do you want to see if we can get you on the ride? Because of how we're criminals. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know she likes to prank. We're going to prank Osha, Clara. It's going to be really funny. <laughs> <laughs> she wordlessly spins back around and stands in the line. We're just kind of pouting about it. When you get to the front of the line, it's your turn to get on the ride. I think it's one of those, um, it just goes in a circle, but it's kind of on like an arc. So the thing you're in just does like this wave motion pretty much. And when you get to the front of the line, the, you know, incredibly dead-eyed bored space carny does stop and sort of look up and down at Clara, uh, who is on the smaller end of the spectrum, and then look over at you, Shayna, and uh, raise an eyebrow and say, you the mom? Yes. She gonna be okay? Yes. He like, with the sound of like a thousand um, missed, you know, opportunities to stretch his body, kneels down and gets to your eye level and is like, Hate it. You gonna be okay? The secretary from Monsters. <laughs> 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 Comes down. <laughs> and then Wazowski. I could, if I want me to go full Ross, I can. Please. Uh, Clara... Thinks this is kind of funny. She spits on the ground and says, I'm tough as nails. Uh, the guy stands up and just laughs to himself and waves the three of you on the ride, assuming that you are um, a fun space family. <laughs> and yeah, uh, the, the ride takes off. Claire, how do you respond when you're on this, uh, this little fairground ride? She's laughing 
in nervousness, like. <laughs> That's good. I, I mean, the ride doesn't break, which is nice. Um, Clara, I think you might be a little bit like staggering. I don't know. <laughs> uh, maybe you're like hanging on to Jeeves a little bit to correct <laughs> your steps. Leo, as you are maybe kind of fondly watching Clara uh, recover from this roller coaster experience, you feel uh, big, strong arms clasp you from behind around the shoulders. And a voice in your ear says, Hey, man. Uh, okay, turn to see as much as I can. Is it just one hand, I'm assuming, on one arm? It's like slightly bear huggy. Um, it, it's like a little bit intense. Uh, but you turn, Leo, and you see the face of Mosh. Mosh is uh, someone you used to work with in your pre-Koyama Industries day, Koyama oh, okay. Solutions days. Oh, way back. Way, way back. Um, I mean, you said you used to work here uh, some ages ago. And he looks, you know, it's probably been at least 15 years since you last saw him. But you recognize his um, kind of beat up face, his like multiple times broken nose, uh, and his like kind of crooked smile. And he says... Leo Vance, as I live and breathe. What <laughs> you doing, motherfucker? Mosh. Oh, well, I hope I'd never see that beat up face again. But here we are. <laughs> uh, you missed me. Don't deny it. Yeah, maybe a little. How are you? Man, I've been better. It's uh, it's not going so well for me these days, but uh, can't miss this festival. It's the best time of the year as far as I'm concerned. Is this your new, uh, new crew? I didn't think you were uh, doing freelance stuff these days. Yeah, yeah, this is the new crew. Uh, it feels a bit more like babysitting to tell you the truth right now, but uh, <laughs> they're good. They're a good bunch. Yeah. Can Clara hear you? Sure. Leo, is this the man you said was my papa? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is him. This is the one. She gives him a big hug. Oh my! I never How would you look I'd at that? You. Leo, you got to get this 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 person, this small person, <laughs> from me right now. Yeah, uh, you know, it's out of my hands. <laughs> Where's mother? Is she good? Mosh tries to uh, peel your fingers off from like around his waist and he's like, Lily, there's a lot of pickpockets around here. If you start uh, playing up, you're gonna, you know, play a joke on the wrong person. They're not gonna take it too kindly. Can I have pickpocketed him? <laughs> you want to pickpocket him? Whoa. You'll still have to roll for it. I think this would be uh, probably Sculpey. Oh, right, it's three. That's a fail. So I think maybe before he says the pickpocket line, you like are reaching into like his coat or whatever, and he grabs your wrist with like non-playful, like firm yeah. <laughs> pressure. And he he yanks you up from your arm and you're dangling like a few inches above the ground. It hurts a little bit. And he says, he's still smiling. He's like, uh, Leo, you got trouble on your hands, don't you? And he kind of like sets you down closer to him. Okay. She, I'll leave you your conversation. She says, I'm not your daughter, but you seem okay. She walks away. <laughs> so uh, what about you? How are you making a living these days? Same old kind of stuff, but uh, have been working too much. I've been trying to uh, support my sister. Hmm. She lives here. She's uh, she's not doing too well health-wise, so I've been trying to help take care of her, take care of the family. I don't know, Leo, are you and your, uh, your crew ever, I mean, you looking for work right now? Yeah, yeah, we're... We're, we're having a bit of a tough go right now. So yeah, we're taking mostly whatever comes our way. We're kind of on a little mini vacation right now. I think I think I could use, I mean, your help in particular. 
can't afford to pay an amazing rate, but I can pay more than none. And, you know, I'd like to think maybe you could find a, a bit of grace for an old friend and do me a favor and pay you back down the line. Well, Mosh, we can meet halfway in the middle, you know, uh, good grace doesn't put food on the table, but I'm not going to take you for all you got. So uh, what are we talking here? A day or two's work, call it three cred. Sheesh. <laughs> it's pretty low. Uh, all right, well, it's not it's not my call. Uh, you know, I'm just, uh, I'm a little bit lower in the pecking order here, but uh, I'll talk to the captain and see what they say. Is there like a way of like, like an email-y type thing to get the details from him or should I just ask him now? He seems like he wants you to talk to him about it now, but before you can really get down into the nitty gritty of the uh, the deal, um, something happens at the festival. It seems like there is a big um, performance that goes on and it's time for it to start and it pretty much takes over the entire center of this plaza where you guys are all standing. Are you, do you want to be coming back here? You didn't go on the ride. I didn't go on the ride. I can probably anticipate like if anyone was like, I don't know about that. It's like, you know, pop over with some like ginger concoction. You maybe got some space Pepto for Clara. Yeah. Yeah. Um, November, you roll up just in time. I think maybe you're the one who's like, show starting. But as you are standing in this crowd in the festival on Gaius, um, these they're kind of almost like pantomime like very exaggerated costumes and maybe big like half masks. Um, and you watch as this play unfolds kind of all around you in this plaza, uh, telling of the story of the civilization that used to live in Procyon Sector and other parts of the galaxy uh, before. But then came the time when the precursor civilization fell into ruin. Some say the downfall came when a current of way swept across the galaxy. Sup, Heralds, what's the news from the rest of the sector? It's very uncool, my lord. Four more planets have fallen to this mysterious curse. We need to fix this right away. I have a plan. Summon the Royal Engineer. I'm here, my lord. What should be done by us? The king and the engineer hatched a plan to harness the power of the way against itself. The engineer created a nanopulse transmitter. At this point, the crowd all cheers. Woo, nanopulse transmitter! Which would destabilize the energy signature that allowed the way to flow through the universe. The transmitter would be hidden inside a robot, which would locate the heart of the way surge and detonate it. It's ready, my lord. This robot is our only hope. Beep, 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 beep. I will take it to the edge of the atmosphere. The way is strong there. You may not return alive. This is my role to play in these events. It is fate. And we must accept our fate when the time comes for us to do so. You are radical, dear Herald, and we will always remember your sacrifice. And so the Herald prepared for what could be their final mission. And so on and so forth. You you all watch this play that tells the story of um, a precursor Herald's detonating this space robot inside a cloud of way energy. 
uh, that may or may not be true or anything, but what these people love to celebrate at this festival. Uh, and after the play dies down, um, Mosh is clapping and cheering at the end. He says, woo! I love the part where the robot explodes. And they do the fireworks. Yeah, it's all a little bit much for me, Mosh, but uh, it's entertaining nonetheless. It's a fun time. Everyone's here to have fun. Everyone's a critic. Uh, sorry, uh, you were saying. Yeah, um, he looks around to make sure that no one is close enough to eavesdrop, and he says, well, so it's kind of about uh, my sister. Like I was saying earlier, she's not doing too well. She's in bed most of the time, and uh, her kids are working, trying to keep things afloat, but... Um, She's got a youngest daughter. She can't be more than Clara's age, 15 or so. Her name's Keela. Sister hasn't seen her in five or six days now. It's not unusual for them to run off to, you know, not all the work here on Gaius is honest work. And sometimes people have to do what they can to make ends meet. And I'm just worried she's gotten in over her head doing something. She's not that old. And man, it'd just be on my hands if anything happened to her. My sister can't do anything about it. I'm, I've been here trying to track her down, but I've had no luck so far. Could really use, you know, some more sets of eyes. Maybe you guys could talk to people or just help bring her home. Like I said, I'm willing to pay. It's it's not much, but I mean, it's a it's a job. Much doesn't cost us anything to at least have a look. Uh, do you got a better, maybe like a physical description or anything to look out for? Any information that you have so far? She's uh, five foot one. She uh, has long red hair. She wears in a braid. She's a human girl. I talked to the, her brothers. They said, you know, she might be hanging around some of the, uh, you know, little street gangs like to run around these parts. Pickpockets, for instance. So I figured she might be somewhere around here. It's the kind of easiest mark. A lot of tourists, but... I haven't seen her yet. I mean, Mosh, we can have a look, but that's not really a lot to go on. But like you said, I mean, more eyes. So I'll, uh, I'll, I'll let everybody know and we'll have a look, but uh, it's hard for me to make a promise. That's fair. Yeah. I think worst case, there's a there's a, a little two-bit gang here. They're known as the Wasps. Like I've been here before and have like figured in this, this exact type of thing. So am I like familiar with them? Because if I'm not, then I guess they really would be like too bit like they must be like a new upcoming they're a pretty small operation and i think the sense is like if you can't just find her looking around here like he doesn't want to admit it to himself but he's pretty sure she's involved in something related to some kind of criminal element and so they would know but he's kind of i think you get the sense he's just hoping that he'll like find her <laughs> somewhere in this like market um but it's looking pretty dire looks like he hasn't slept in a few days uh, all right, well, like I said, we'll have a look, but uh, Mosh, you look like shit, man, so... Uh, Oof, get thanks. Some, get some shut eye and we'll see what we can do. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm staying not far from here. He gives you the address. He says, um, come come find me if you need me, and I'll be back. Uh, maybe, yeah, maybe take a nap. Uh, okay, I uh, kiss him goodbye, and... Uh, <laughs> and... Uh, great. Space down. Yes. Um, so yeah, you're still at this this street festival. Mosh has asked you to find his niece. Um, what would be kind of the play here? And Leo, how do you feel? Like, have you you know relayed this job to the rest of the group? Was that a one on one with Mosh? No, nah, I think it was all bullshit, and we just don't bother trying. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I haven't been on enough rides. I think we just have fun. Forget about Maybe it. Maybe we'll find her on the ride. Maybe she's at the funnel cake station. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we should look there. Uh, 
Yeah, whenever we're all together, or if it's intermittently seeing each person, like, you know, uh, relay that. Because I think, um, Mosh, from the way you've described it, sounds like someone from my past that, even though it's, like, not, you know, my closest friend, I mean, I feel like that's few and far between for Leo. So someone who has done right by him, and that's, by all accounts, close enough. So, you know, like, why would he not try to reciprocate that yeah and again as you mentioned too much like made no promises it's like you know it's kind of a needle in a haystack minus the lead with the gang but that's obviously like something that we'd have to decide on because that's a big ask to infiltrate a a small criminal organization <laughs> on our holiday nonetheless um so you let the rest of the crew know that what mosh has told you I don't think um, Shayna would have a problem with hopping on this. Finding some kid sounds easy enough. She's with this gang. Yeah, yeah. Though, I mean, if we were to go in after them, that'd be pretty reckless of you. So So I should do it. I don't don't know. Uh, What does everybody else think? November, Clara, you don't mind cutting the vacation short? How How does Clara feel about, like... It could be, it's like a girl your age, you're both kind of in like, what could be seemingly similar situations because you were just captured by people in the first episode, so. Uh, I don't know, it's tough because A, Clara doesn't, Clara I think is more interested because she doesn't know a lot of other, like she's not even really met a lot of young people her age. But also Clara is someone who's like, well, I do want to help you, like she's a good person, but I also, in if I were in that situation, I would just like trust myself to get out of it. So she's not like, mm-hmm. oh God, we gotta save this girl. But she is like, yeah, the right thing to do would be to help her, probably. <laughs> to your point about taking a vacation break, yeah, going and making some money and causing some trouble instead of going on these stupid rides, I'm in. You had fun. Whatever. You were laughing. That was- Laughter is a sign of human fun. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Um, I think November's just like, well, um, Captain, I'll remind you, uh, I'm a doctor, I'm not a spy. What would you have me do in all this? It's a young girl who's gotten caught up in some bad business. We don't know if she's hurt or if she needs help. Aye, and if she's hurt, I'll help. And before that... (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm confident we'll find something for you to do. All right, if you say go, I'll be there. What leads did we get? We got the wasps. We have a physical description and the wasps. I think that was basically it. And I feel like, you know, just going around people and asking, that's not going to work. Wouldn't Maj, like, he was talking about pickpockets and stuff. Like, yeah. would he, like, would he know, like, where, like, who they target or, like. You want to set up, like, a honeypot? Mm-hmm. We could. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. I think Claire would be a good honeypot. Okay. I'll volunteer. Okay, I like this. Um, you're just gonna like stroll around by yourself until um, you th- shake your pockets and see what happens. Is someone like watching at a distance? Kind I of assume thing? all of you are watching at a distance because I'm not <laughs> watching <laughs> myself in my wallet. Have you guys, have you guys seen Clara? <laughs> <laughs> Was she doing something? <laughs> <laughs> we, just so, we go back on the ride. Actually. <laughs> I like this. Pa- paint me a picture here of what's going on. Like load me up with. A stuffed toy and some cotton candy and whatever, like a a big stack of credits in my back pocket. And the rest of you? Maybe setting up camp, yeah, like a uh, stall nearby, pretending to 
bet on a horse. Um, and so the rest of you are just kind of at, at various distances, keeping an eye on Clara. Maybe she's making like sort of like a lap, a circuit of different parts of the festival and just kind of waiting to see. I'm in a well-lit, busy area. Maybe I, like with the giant stuff toy in my hands, I'm bumping into people yeah. a little bit. I don't really, you're, you're just kind of being like, pickpocket me. I think Clara would have to make a study roll to see what happens when she inevitably gets fucking wrecked. So Clara, you're making your way slowly and steadily through this festival, trying to put on the performance of a young girl just delighted at the cotton candy and the rides. Straining to... Yeah, under the weight of this performance. Yeah. Um, And on a four, you are able to notice that um, after, you know, 10 or 15 minutes of just kind of um, this charade, you've got a bit of a tail on you. There is a young man, couldn't be older than 19 or 20, with uh, short cropped brown hair under a big kind of like page boy cap thing and uh, a tall coat who is um, idling when you idle, moving forward when you're moving forward, keeping a good eye, uh, but a clear distance from you. And I think you are um, ready for him. You know when he's going to come and strike. That is the success of the four. I think that he's much taller and much stronger than you. So after a few seconds, he like sweeps by and you just feel him uh, grab your arm with one hand and grab some stuff out of your pockets. Um, he's like knocks the cotton candy out of your hand. He's like not being Ooh. subtle at all. Yeah. He's he's grabbing, um, I guess like, yeah, a, a bill, like he grabs a, let's say he grabs a cred worth of um, cash out of your pocket uh, and he stuffs in his pocket and he tries to just sort of shove you off balance so you can't give chase. And uh, he starts flooring it through the crowd. Um, can we give chase? You guys can give chase, and Clara can choose to. I'd say the the thing that will happen is that you'll be knocked over unless you want to resist that. I do want to resist that. Okay, so you need to roll to resist. That's a six, baby. Okay, you take no stress on your resist. He's going to shove you over, and you kind of. Uh, I think he thinks that you're like not, you know, you're a no experienced little baby kid. Um, and he's a little bit surprised when you like kind of lean back into the push, you like shove some guy behind you and you just start sprinting past him as well. And I think the three of you, maybe one of you is closest at this point. Um, see Clara, I don't know, do you give a signal or something or do they just see you run? I feel like we'd be watching. Um, and so we all want to chase this guy. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, November has a track record of tackling people. I like that. Um, I think this will be a group action. Wait, if I lead a group action, then we get plus one scale. Everyone's going to roll. In this case, it will be scramble and any like failure dice, everyone takes a stress for, but we will collectively take the highest result for them. What is the scale thing? The scale thing determines how effective it will be. And it's kind of um, like, I would say because the scale is improved, you could go from just like keeping an eye on this guy and narrowing him down to like where in the thing he is to straight up getting to like the headquarters or whatever. Okay. I'm gonna take stress on this. Fail both. I got a one. I got a four and a two. Four. Wow. You take the two, right? Cause you have- Oh shit, I take the two. I like this scene though. I like um, Clara sprinting after this person and Shayna leading the three of you uh, at this like kind of, you know, crazy hectic festival. Uh, you are like shoving past crowds of people. I think November you like, 
maybe barrel past some like really young kids and you're trying to like not hit them, but you also have to run really fast. And then there's like a cart with flowers and it's like, ah! And then two people are carrying a plate of space glass <laughs> across the road and Leo has to jump through yeah, it. A bunch of oranges. A bunch of, I think. Like cabbages! Yeah. I love that, yes. But, um... No, it is It is like a very uh, crowded festival. I mean, there are still like things like performers in the streets, people spitting fire, people like completely stopping where they are in the middle of the avenue to like gawk at something or like argue with each other. Uh, and you're trying to follow this guy without drawing so much attention to yourself because you know he can't be the only wasp on these streets. Um, so it's a little bit tricky. And I think, Clara, you, you ended up getting the four. Yeah. Wow. Um, so in the lead, you are, um, I think, have a, a bit of an advantage because you are smaller and you can kind of, you know, weave, duck, weave. go under elbows. Yeah. Uh, and you, you saw this guy first and you kept on him. You resisted that push and you just like followed him down even after he um, lifts like a random piece of tarp over what looks like an empty stall. And it actually kind of leads into a small kind of rusty tunnel of sheets of corrugated metal. Uh, you plunge right in after him. Jeeves's little uh, Jeeves flashlights pop on. So you get a chance to follow your quarry. And uh, the three of you are not far behind. And you see him turn back and swear as he uh, uh, sees that he's being pursued. As he is running down what kind of turns into this very tiny twisting alley, he reaches behind him and yanks out this pipe that is attached to the wall. And um, this huge kind of, it must be some sort of like cooling unit or something attached to the side of the building, just leans outward and smashes onto the pavement inches in front of you, Clara. You still see him. He runs through a uh, anonymous metal door and slams it shut and you hear it locked behind him. Uh, you just have to stop for a moment as this thing slams down and the rest of you make your way up uh, behind Clara. Can I hack the door? It's not. It's actually not electronic. <laughs> no! Sorry. Yeah. Your, your one weakness, analog metal. <laughs> it is. I mean, how sturdy does it look? Not especially. It's just that he went through and unlocked it and is on the other side. Uh, I, I, I just want to knock and say, hey, open up. I don't think you get a response. We can have a detonator. Do we want to blow the door? Sounds pretty reckless. <laughs> I mean, you want me to blow the door? <laughs> All right. Is every time, <laughs> anytime somebody says that sounds reckless, I have to do it? Is that the rule? It is now, yeah. Okay. Uh, so. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I want to blow the door. Tell me about blowing the door. So we have a detonator, I guess. Is it like one that I can like clip onto the front of the door? It like latches on and we all like take a few steps back as it goes like beep, beep. And then. Sure. The hinges of the door are blown to smithereens and it um, leans forward and topples onto the alley. Inside the, the pickpocket has run into a building that looks like it is an a long abandoned office building or maybe something semi-industrial. There's a big kind of open section in this room you've just walked into. And you can see on the far end, there are uh, stairs climbing up to a second floor, but it's not like open to the second floor. Like there is a proper second floor of this building. There are like emergency lights. It looks like dotting the walls in very uh, uneven distances. Some of them are broken. And uh, as you step in, I think Sheena, since you're the first one to step in, a, a punch gets thrown at you from the dark uh, right at your jaw. You will take a minor harm unless you resist. Yeah. Just gonna take it? Yeah, punch me in the face. You'll take the, the level one harm. Punched. Sucker punch. <laughs> yeah. And um, 
Yeah, you see someone who's definitely not the like scrawny 19 year old who looks a little bigger and bulkier in the shadows. The the neon light kind of trickling in from the alleyway casts like sunlight across his face. And you can see someone who is big and burly with tiny uh, close set eyes and lank, greasy, unwashed hair. He doesn't say anything. He just starts wailing on you. What do you do? Well back. Uh, why don't you scrap with him? Uh, may I please have a devil's bargain? Sure. Yeah, I think you will have a better chance of taking him out, but you can see that the um, the pickpocket is like running in the shadows towards the far corner of this building to another door. Um, so if you want to take this scrap, you will take extra time and he will uh, probably get away. Okay. If I, if I do this, y- y'all will chase the other guy? Yes, Captain. <laughs> I'll probably help you, yeah. No. Hey, yeah, help me or chase the other guy, whatever. Sure. Roll the scrap. I got a five and a six. Nice. Tell me tell me what you do to this guy. I'm going to get him in the shin so that he falls. And then I have a gun, I'm sure. Put that to his head and ask him, who are you? What's your name? Where are we? The guy seems reluctant to talk to you, Shayna. He looks up and he says, he says something along the lines. He kind of like uh, thinks to himself and sort of conjures what he wants to say. And he says, fuck you. Fuck you back. Who are you? <laughs> Who are you? It's a tough question. I just think he doesn't want to. He does. He's like he's struggling against the thing. Um, what what do you what information do you want out of him besides who he is? I want to know if he is if we're on the right track, if he's a wasp. Right. Um, I want to know if this is an important location or just some random person's house I just blew up the door to. Yeah, you got a gun to his face. I think he's he, his bravado eventually crumbles. He says, he says, yeah, you're on wasp turf. What do you want? <sighs> Have you seen a teenage girl about five foot one? He wears her hair in a braid. Can you describe Keyla? Yeah. He says, um, no, I never saw anyone like that, but I don't hang out with new recruits. That's not my job. What is your job? I guard this door. Great. How am I doing? Call um, this number. <laughs> yeah, I have some complaints. <laughs> <laughs> but where would you suggest I go to talk to someone who does hang out with new recruits? He kind of uh, clenches his teeth. He's really reluctant to tell you. And you see his eyes flit over to the stairs leading up to the second floor of this room. Thank you. I hope you have a nice day. I slug him. You slug him. I mean, he's, I think, pinned down and he's got a gun on his face, so he is slugged oh God, by you. I got my, my chrome knuckles for some extra punching power. Even a, little, a little slug. He's out cold on the cement floor of this building. What you got on him? He's got a small amount of change. Call it like a quarter of a cred, which is like not an amount that's like worth tracking. But I, yeah, I don't want to keep track of that. We'll just he can he can keep it. That's fine. <laughs> he keeps it. Only nice round whole creds do I. Yeah. Um, what? <gasps> Take the quarter cred. No. He does have Some a nice change. looking watch um, that's like clearly loot that he stole okay. uh, on his wrist, and he has a. On his jacket, on like the sleeve, there's sort of like a crudely stitched uh, icon of a wasp. Yeah, that's all dumb. I don't want it. Um, I want the jacket. Yeah, okay. take the patch. That's sick. Sure. And you guys are going to head up to the second floor? I suppose so. Clara and November, you head up the other door to follow the pickpocket guy? Yeah, give him my fucking money back. Yeah, you follow him out to kind of like the main street, like the, the front of this building. He ran out the front exit. 
And there's like some spillover from the festival, but it's not part of the main route. Like there are some tourists wandering around, but there's no like stalls or anything like that. What there is when you run out the front door are two very muscular people who actually do have laser pistols in their hands guarding the front door of the wasp headquarters. And the pickpocket has like put them between you and him. They turn and you see this kind of subtle movement at the hip as they raise it up to you, November. The other one gets it on you, Clara, the taller one who has a completely shaved head and like kind of cool swirling tattoos along the side of his face says, um, you come to pay us a visit? He looks you up and down. He looks at the gear bag strapped to your hip. He says, what's in the bag? Huh? Uh, like gauze. Gauze? Yeah. Like bandages? Yeah. You a doctor? Yeah. Like pills? No. Creams? <laughs> Ice creams. <laughs> Tattoos uh, turns his neck and, and catches the glance of um, what's the other one got? That's a distinguishing noun. Piercings. Tattoos. Yeah, the, these two run a Claris together. <laughs> I don't see tattoos at Claris. This Claris does. <laughs> yeah, in, in the future. Yeah. Uh, piercings uh, has the gun on you, Clara. And as you kind of stop in your tracks, he uh, reaches out and puts a firm hand on your shoulder. And he says, uh, we have a doctor, yeah? You any good? Yeah, I'm fucking good. Great. Uh, hope your evening's free. Oh, for you? Anytime. And they start marching you uh, across the street away from the door with the guns pointed into the small of your backs. After about 15 or 20 minutes of weaving through the streets of Gaia City, they take you to another uh, part, another uh, kind of dingy, unmarked building. But this one's a little bit nicer than the warehouse you just ran through. And there are four guards at the front. Two of them just kind of look like loitering pedestrians, but you can tell as they kind of flash eyes at each other that they're all on the same tip. Um, this is like clearly like the, the wasp Ness. Mm. You hear them confirming themselves, and the one who's got it's a doctor. Yeah, a doctor could could be good. Yeah, well, we'll see. And they let you up, and this is like um, it used to be like an old kind of apartment building, like a two or three story that has been kind of taken over. Um, there are like random young, like eighteen to twenty-two kind of gangster kids uh, slouching in various corners. Some of them look like they just sleep like on blankets on the floor here, but they guide you up the stairs, you November and you Clara to the top floor to what was clearly like one of the nicer apartments here. And inside, uh, is like a, a dingy, but still properly furnished apartment, like actual lights, furniture, a bed. And, um, in that bed is a very elderly looking man. He has uh, long white hair kind of pulled up into a high bun. His eyes are sunken into his face. You can see his veins running across his pale skin. And um, there is a, a young woman with red hair uh, at the foot of his bed. She looks like she was just changing some of his dressing on a, on a bandage that runs up his leg. And um, the guards roughly push the two of you forward. I think at this point they would have taken any like visible weapons mm. you have on you and uh the young woman turns and walks up to you and says are you the doctor i here um why don't you come take a look this is voren okay and and um he hasn't woken up in a few days and we're not sure uh what exactly is wrong with him or or what we can do i've just been he's got these 
lesions here and she lifts up the dressing on the leg and you can see that the skin is kind of ruptured mm -hmm. and she says but you know he's just been bad so we think it must be related to something else but we don't know are you have you seen anything like this before can you examine him all right let me take a look you gonna doctor this guy yeah sure clara what are you doing um clara and well jeeves kind of lightly headbutts i think the headbutts keela mm-hmm and Clara says, young lady, you are in so much trouble. Who are you? Your uncle sent us. You know Mosh? Yeah, we go way back. We were <laughs> in the military together. Aren't you a kid? You're so sweet. <laughs> she says, uh, well, I, I'm sorry that he's worried about me, but I'm, I'm kind of working here. Well, are you a doctor? No, I'm definitely not a doctor. Why don't you go back and go tell your sick mom or whatever that you're alive and safe and then you can come back here. There's a doctor here now. They're not... I'm not going to leave until they pay me. <sighs> All right, Claire just rolls her eyes. I'll let November do her thing. Yeah, I'm pushing myself for an extra. Please? No, all oh, those are all fails. You look at Vorin lying in his bed, and um, it's clear that whatever they have been doing to treat him is insufficient, and it's causing the the condition to progress. Um, and the uh, the like poor bandaging, like there's parts of discoloration on the leg that are probably from like bed sores from. Uh, lack of proper care and so it's hard to even tell what's part of like how it's been progressing in the treatment and part of what's originally wrong with him mm -hmm. I also think you're under a lot of stress right now yeah um, the guys are kind of leaning in the corner of the room talking to each other but you you don't know what's wrong with him at this point mm -hmm. um, how do you want to proceed with uh, the scenario I don't mind like lying to them about like needing something specific Mm -hmm. uh, but I don't know what that is. Um, the good polysporin in the green tube? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. November feels bad <laughs> that they can't like immediately identify um, what this is. Um, but yeah, I think it's like, doesn't doesn't like being watched like like by like the authorities, especially people who like also don't know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And it's like, being a doctor is not like a, fucking party trick the other part is just like it is so sad to see like bad care yeah yeah well uh if uh if you'd like me to be taking care of this one then uh well i don't i don't have all of my equipment with me here so uh you want to get me the good polysporin in the green tube or uh um yeah you want to give them like a list of equipment you'll need yeah okay um piercings and tattoos confer with each other and then uh one of them sticks uh their head at the door and barks something and one of these like random kids comes up and they kind of shove him in front of you and say just give him a list of what you need he'll go get it is anything like a wild goose chase or it's all real stuff I think it's like legit medical stuff um, that would kind of help like anything. I would allow you to, um, I would allow it to give you an additional die on your next doctor roll to uh, identify this guy's deal. <laughs> Clara puts a red Slurpee on the bottom of the list. Yep, yeah, and uh, two hot dogs, medical hot dogs. <laughs> Gross. Medicinal hot dog. <laughs> Medicinal glizzies. Ah! 
finger <laughs> spider. <laughs> their finger prosthetics. Spider glizzies. <laughs> and the kid kind of nods whatever and, and shoves the crumpled paper in his pocket and saunters out. Leo and Shayna, you are back in the uh, the wasp space heading up the stairs. And at the top on the second floor, you can actually see that um, they have like a fire going in a trash can um, and some like string lights kind of strung up in this building. They are, it looks like they're kind of doing their own um, creepier and like sadder version of the festival that's going on in the neighborhood around. They've stolen like random trinkets and things and kind of arrayed them on the tables around. And uh, yeah, upstairs there are like a handful of, you know, other 20 year old wasps who, when they see you walk up, uh, spring to their feet and reach in their jackets for their weapons. One of them who is a, uh, a woman who might be like 25, 26 with like a sharp, strong nose and thick eyebrows. She kind of steps forward and she says, hands where I can see him. What are you doing here? Hands where she can see him. Um, we're just looking for someone. Yeah. About yay high, red hair. Um, her name's Keela. What do you want with Keela? Uh, we're looking for her because uh, a, f- a friend of mine, an accomplice of mine, they're, someone in their family is very sick and she's only here. She got mixed up in all this to try to help them out. And the family's really worried uh, for her and uh, the condition of, I'm just going to say her mother is, is worsening. Uh, the woman kind of shrugs and she says, it's a sad story, but it's between her and her family, I guess, if she wants. She's not kept here. She's here of her own free will, and if she wants to leave, she can. Uh, does that go ditto for us? Does it now? I believe you said hi to our doorman. Yeah. As kind of like a gang thing, we don't like it when you beat up the gang. He, he hit me first. So what then what happens next? Well, I don't like him very much between you and me, so I think I would be inclined to let you stroll out of here into the night, you know, after a, a proper donation is made to the cause, maybe a, a credit or two. You can take my uh, jacket. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that seems only fair. Uh, I'll just do the classic reach my pockets and... <laughs> you want to shoot these people? Yeah, I got two. I got two blasters, and I have Never Tumble the Odds. You generate gambits on desperate rolls. Sounds pretty desperate. Uh, let's just go for it. This would be a desperate roll. a shootout. Roll to scrap. Uh, okay. So I'll use a gambit and stress. I'm going to make this happen. I don't care. Four dice, but we get the gambit back, because it says you can also generate gambits if you spent a gambit on the desperate roll. Wow, you're a gambit machine. <gasps> There's that six. <laughs> Yeah, are you shooting to, like, kill the lady? The, like, movie version of this would be everyone but the lady, you know, that type of... And then, and then you know, she's got the hand going for the pistol, and it's like, uh, 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 like, that's the whole thing. I'm hoping that Shayna hops in here, too. Sure. Yeah, there are about four or five of them. So I think, Leah, you open fire with the double blasters, and the wasps who had been kind of watching from a distance with their hands uh, on their hips... Uh, start to scatter and and put distance between you and them hiding behind the tables or the crates full of their random loot and gear that are stacked around this room. The woman you've been talking to, I think, dives to the floor uh, behind the can that the fire is lit in. Some of them are like down down and some of them are just like wounded. And Shayna, what are you doing? I want to brandish my weapon as well and say, 
All right, let's try this again. Hi, we're here looking for someone. Can you please take us to her? I think you should definitely make a command roll. Three. Do you want to um, push yourself or take a devil's bargain? Devil's bargain. I guess I'm going to bargain with this devil. I will give you an extra die if you are willing to get up close with this lady at the at the the fire in the like oil drum um, and kind of go one on one with her, which is maybe putting yourself in a bad spot because she's close enough to to get you if you want to, but you'll get an extra die on the command because you're kind of like showing her that you're yeah yeah that's in fact, really I don't even... reckless. Oh, it's so reckless. Yeah, I'm going to, like, get all up, like, try and intimidate her just by, like, getting up in her face. Yeah. Okay. And then, so my three is still my first die. Yep. Okay. And that sure is also a three. You you get a little reckless, Shayna. You, you swagger up, and, uh, I mean, Leo, you see Shayna with, like, a glint of steel in her eye kind of step forward, the fire casting uh, warm shadows across her face, and the the wasp leader kind of stands up. You're on either side of the this, like, trash can that has this fire burning in it, and you look down at her. She's, I mean, a little bit younger than you, um, and she has just seen, like, three of her guys go down when Leo fucking high nooned with that six. Uh, and she says... I get that you want to find this girl and I get that you might not like what we do. This is our goddamn home and I do not let strangers come into my home and fuck it up. She lifts her boot and kicks the flaming trash can on you. Um, And you uh, could choose to resist if you want. You are definitely going to take a level two harm, which is like, I can't, I have to, I have to just take it. Okay, she yeah, she kicks over this thing. Uh, I think you're gonna take a level two harm, which is like um, scorched. So this room's becoming a blaze. Then imagine this would spread. It's gonna spread to all the stuff that they have like set up. Um, Yo, epic. Yeah, uh, she and the kind of one guy who are remaining are going to try to just like blaze past you and get down the stairs out of this building. Um, but you can definitely attempt to stop them if you wish. But Shayna has probably like staggered back. Um, flames on her new leather jacket that she just got. She's trying so to like. <laughs> she's trying to stamp out. Uh, I think yeah. In this situation, I mean, Leo being who he is in this past, like, he's just gonna try to ice everybody. Sure, I'll take one more uh, scrap roll from you. I think. And Shayna, you watch as Leo just like <laughs> lets you be on fire and goes after these other guys. Oh, oh just like lets you know. Lets is such an I mean, ugly okay, well, word. Well, I mean, the situation <laughs> in my mind is this: everything's catching on fire. Yes, yes, you know, Shayna's on fire, but it's like these people are arms and like sure. more of a threat. I have to trust that my captain is able to, for a few brief moments, totally. handle that. Uh, you tried not being on fire. I'm gonna. I mean, I I got net zero gambit, so I'm taking another gambit. Four. Four? I mean, if, they, if they're if they just trying to get out, is your goal to like incapacitate them completely in this building? I mean, based on the reaction, we know like, I, I, obviously they've now met up with, with Keela, but based on our conversation, it's also apparent that Keela is here, right? So I think mm-hmm. from our perspective, like we've also kind of solved the case as it were, she's here. If any of them are armed or hazardous towards us in any way, then yeah, they're just, I mean, it's on fire. So I feel like, shooting the kills more more humane than letting people burn in fire i don't know i think on the four on the on the mixed success kind of here um you 
they start sprinting out. They are hoping that the distraction with Shayna and the fire is going to be enough. And you, I think, probably just turn and launch yourself and kind of pin uh, her against the wall as she's making for the stairs. And she hits it pretty hard. Uh, she slumps down onto the floor. And I think that the at this point, as you're sort of like interrogating her or taking her weapon or whatever you want to do, the fire is going to start to spread and kind of threaten your your means of exit down the stairs. Do you do you want to like uh, interrogate her? Do you want to take the her weapons? Do you want to loot her? What do you do? like? You can you can do what you want. You've got you've got got her caught. You said two creds was the price. She wants to like roll her eyes, but she's like still winded, and she goes, "I did, didn't I?" Does she have? Will she surrender two creds? Yeah, she nice. she will. Uh, rip open her jacket and you can see there's the little like extra stitch in pocket in the lining that she keeps her creds in I, I then i'll let her go there's like a strange like kindred nature it's not like leo's above like he's a scoundrel like you know he's he just as easily this is just one you happen to win yeah and and that's kind of why it would do even the double you know shootout thing is kind of i think at that point uh, like a criminal underworld especially like with him with it being like he's that was experimented on he had kind of resigned himself to like the fast lane of life as it were and i think that that especially that criminal underworld is that a lot and so to come out the other side it's kind of like he just feels fortunate enough on the day to day yeah there is a, a an empathy there for it but that doesn't mean that he just you know quote unquote goes soft whatever that means <laughs> he's like a space scoundrel it's a hard life and he like tries to live it fairly but knows that like it push often comes to shove yeah exactly if someone's in like the position that that she's now in it's like there's no reason to let them go and the position that you're all now in is that the fire is starting to spread towards the the stairway that you came up from um shana you're probably like staggering to your feet maybe you like took the jacket off and beat Mm -hmm. it against the floor until it stopped burning you with its fire um what's the plan i'm gonna say i'm gonna say because leo had that four that the the entrance is like impossible to access without interacting with the flames. I'm going to try and help Captain Shayna, and if it's okay, if the, if the flames are out on your coat, like, drape it over your head, and then I think if, like, there's falling fire and stuff, like, I'm just going to hold my arm under my head, because, I mean, frankly, it's most, a lot of it's metal underneath the skin, so it might hurt a lot, but, like, any damage that would happen to, like, my arm would not be as detrimental as if, you know, you got totally cinched, so... Mm-hmm. Sure, I'll take one final scramble roll, I think, and maybe this would be one that like Leo would take, and maybe Shana would like assist if she wants. All right, I'm gonna take. I'll take one stress. It's fine. Double six. Double sixes. What happens with a double six? I will say you get increased effect. I mean, tell me, tell me what you want to happen at this point on a double six. I think it sounds like Shayna has successfully like stamped out this jacket, and then you know smoke is obviously coming, but the main I think concern would be like falling. You know, things structural integrity coming apart and fire coming down. So, like I said, draping, draping the coat over Shana's head, and then the two of us just kind of going. And I think it's just me putting mostly my arm and everything, hopefully between anything on the ceiling that's falling down on top of us. You know, we come up the other side, take a breath. Maybe that's the other thing too. We probably have to hold a breath. <laughs> come on out. All the other, maybe all the other uh, gang members are kind of similarly. Once we are all in the same refuge, they're all kind of also catching their breath after that little interaction we kind of aren't hostile at the moment anymore yeah i think she respects he didn't kill her um and i think you know when you were you just kind of asked for the the reverse money back 
Um, I think she kind of understood that she wasn't just dealing with like randos looking for some kid, which happens, you know, not uncommonly in the wasps. I think, yeah, you get a sense that she's following you down past the stairs. I mean, you're both headed from the main exit of the building. Um, And when you get out, you see she's coughing up smoke. You see like a part of her hair has become singed. And um, I think she points over in a direction towards uh, the building where November and Clara are. And she turns and hunches up her jacket and runs off into the night. Let's jump back to Clara and November a short while later. the kid that you sent out with your shopping list has returned to the wasp hideout with a uh, a big canvas bag full of supplies and a split lip. He just kind of unceremoniously drops them at your feet, November, and you take a rifle through and it seems like he's got most of what you asked for. Okay. Do I definitely have something in, in the kit that I can just like on his lip? You can kiss it better. Aww. 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 <laughs> I have the polysporin to go stick, you know, but the, I needed the big one. November, yeah, you can treat the his split lip pretty easily. It's the future, so that's just like a little spritz spray. Mm-hmm, thank you. Okay, uh, you said that I could try and reevaluate uh, now that I had supplies. Yeah, you can take another look at Vorin. Good, yes. Okay, I have two in Doctor. I get one from supplies. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and I am also going to spend a gambit because I need to know. That's four dice? Yeah. All right. Two sixes. Two sixes. You kind of gather and, and unpack these supplies and start taking a look at uh, Vorin. Um, while you do, while that is like taking the time to do that, I kind of want to pop into Clara and um, Keela, the young woman, Masha's niece, who has been trying to treat Vorin ineffectively. Once once November has gotten their supplies and is working on Vorin again, Keela kind of looks over at you, Clara, and she says, you said Mosh sent you guys? Yeah. How do you know him? I'm his daughter. Are you actually saying that? Yeah. She's like, no, you're not. <laughs> no, I, no what? I'm not. <laughs> I just thought maybe you don't know a lot about him. You lie a lot. Yeah, you're in a gang. Yeah. Exactly. I don't really know Nomosh, but there's someone on my crew who knows him. They seem like they used to be like really close and we bumped into them and I don't know, now we're here and we're looking for you because they thought you were dead. Is he paying you? A little bit. That sucks. I wish he could have just waited a little longer. I mean... I could have figured something out with this guy and I could have just gotten paid and come back home. I didn't want to cause all this chaos or anything like that. Well, I don't know. I mean, you could have checked in, sent a carrier pigeon, found a way. Not saying it's your fault, but you probably had options. Somebody out there cares a whole fucking lot. Do you have... Are these people your your family? No. (laughs) No. I just like, it's been like a week. So there's no one looking out for you? I have Jeeves. And Jeeves like swirls around me and goes. That's it? Not a lot of people have Urtech looking out for them. For sure. I mean, it's just, don't you want to just like have a home somewhere? Like, do you want to be out here doing this? Do I want a million dollars and to live in the center of the galaxy? Yeah. 
I don't have one. Dude, don't you want your mom to not be sick? I'm sorry, that was really rude. Yeah, I'd really like her not to be sick. That's why I, I really want to just get paid. And if Mosh pays you, then that's a little less out of our pockets to keep mom going. So it's rough, but you, you did it. You did the job, so you should take what's yours. Would Clara be guilted by this? Yeah, I think so. Clara says, life is pretty shitty out here in the sticks. Far outer planets, not good. We, that's not news. I can maybe talk to my captain about letting you keep your money. I'm, yeah, I'm not too proud to beg. That would be a real big help. I don't know, I mean, I, I, I can't even imagine having my own ship or even being able to afford passage on one, it's the kind of life that you lead. I'm sure it's hard, but it, you probably get to travel, you get to explore and see the sector. Mm. Clara sits down and she kicks back her feet up a little bit. And she's like, yeah, it's pretty sweet. I got all the shiny treasures and sightseeing that I want. and. Nobody's telling me what to do. It's great. But maybe a little lonely. Maybe a little lonely. She reaches behind her braid and she pulls out um, a little pin that she carries in the back of it. It's like a little uh, jeweled flower. And she notices that you have little like charms and baubles clipped onto Jeeves. And she says, um, well, you know, I, I as hard as it is, I appreciate you guys tracking me down, and uh, maybe you don't always have to be so lonely. She offers it to you. Oh, I'll uh, put it on Jeeves. And Clara doesn't really know how how to like exchange intimacy at all. So the only other only way that I understand is to exchange like equally. And so I take a little keychain that was on Jeeves, maybe. And it's like a a wooden one. It's carved and what is kind of like rare, maybe, in this area. And I say, this one is from the furthest planet from here out of all of these. What's a, give me a planet name. Or also call it France. It's from Warren. (laughs) This one's from Warren. I don't know if you've been, but. Her eyes go wide and she accepts it very gratefully. She says, uh. That's that's incredible. Wow, I get to keep this? No, I'll take it back. I'm just kidding. You're kind of funny. But she's not really smiling or laughing when she says it. It's like a very like, you're kind of funny. <laughs> I guess Clara's like, we ever come back to this planet, which I'm pretty sure we won't. I'll uh, check in on you and your mom and stuff. That sounds nice. November, you have like a solid prescription grade painkiller that you can give Vorin just to sort of get things uh, situated. And as you do, he starts to stir a little bit and come to. And even then, like the the people in the corners of the room, Keela over talking to Clara in the distance kind of perk up because he hasn't been conscious in the last couple of days. And uh, as you start to work and examine him, you have double sixes, right? Yeah. He starts to address you. He opens like really pale, kind of watery gray blue eyes and he uh, searches up at the ceiling and then they kind of alight on you and he says, uh, You're new. Hi. Welcome back. 
Thank you. How long have I been gone? A few days, I reckon. Are you able to help me? I think I can, yeah. I'd appreciate that very much. My name is Warren. November. November. Do you make a habit of, uh, treating criminals? You could say that, yeah. You're that kind of doctor. (laughs) Are you looking for permanent work? No, I've got some, thanks, though. Well, I appreciate your time. To treat him, I think there is, I mean, there's a ton of polysporin right on the leg. Get it in there. (laughs) Um, Baste it, essentially. (laughs) (laughs) Marinating. This is is like a topical, like, skin healer. It's a skin healer treatment. um, And then I think it's also, uh, I wonder if maybe you asked for, like, a couple of options as you were trying to determine, like, what the specific illness was. But I think you're able to trace the the cause of the infection mm. and therefore find like the right kind of antibiotic to treat it. Um, so I think you maybe asked split lip for like, get these three things. And one of them ends up being the thing you need. I guess you could tell like Keela or one of the guards, like a, a treatment plan kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Probably tattoos comes over as you're, as you're clearly working. He says, uh, so, uh, how's he doing? I think he'll recover. Yes. I'm in good hands, Michael. You, uh, gotta make sure you keep it all clean, huh? Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll clean it good. Yeah, these, uh, these dressings have seen better. You see, uh, Keela kind of turns red over to where she's sitting against the wall with Clara. I'll, I'll show you how to do it. Yeah, the guy says, uh, wasps run, Gaia City. If this goes bad and you ever show your face around here again, it's gonna be over for you. You understand? I, and I think I just clap him on the back, like... Yeah. They're there. Voren's like, there's no need for all that. The doctor is doing excellent work. I feel healthy as a spring chicken already. And he kind of smiles weakly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll, I'll show whoever wants to watch how to actually like, like bandage and like keep the wounds clean as they heal. Um, and I'll explain to everybody the medication plan. So you have to do the family teaching. It's very important. Mm-hmm. You hear Keela as she's trying to practice the the gauze work that you, the gauzeology mm-hmm. that you've imparted onto her. She uh, is getting into an argument with tattoos uh, as they're leaning over Vorin's bed, and she's like, "Well, it doesn't matter. I did the work you asked me to do. You have to pay me. It's non-negotiable here." And he's kind of like. Well, you know, we had to go get extra help because you couldn't do your job. So I don't see how that's worth any of the credits we promised you. Like, they, it seems like they're mm. maybe talking about they're going to stiffer. Mm-hmm. Well, be a good lad. <laughs> and pay this one for her work, huh? Michael raises an eyebrow. His name is Michael. But, good. Um, tattoos raises an eyebrow at you and he says, this isn't any of your business. Actually, it is. You kidnapped us. Actually, you took money from us, so I know you have money. I didn't ask for the kid's opinion, and he starts kind of getting into a bit of a... a gets worked up a little bit, and Keela is kind of shrinking into the corner, I all think. All right, all right. This is no way to behave in front of your patient. So I'm just going to ask everybody to calm down for a minute. <gasps> yes, that's perfect. Then the door smashes open. <laughs> Rambo! <laughs> Perfect. Pistols drawn. Presumably, you too, Joria. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm having a rough day. Pistols drawn. Leo comes in, his arm, like, the chrome exposed from the burn. They got, like, like Acme, Looney Tunes, singed faces. I'm literally a little on fire still. Kick nice. down the door. 
guns drawn to see the just as you know calm down finishes where is the kid oh my god november rolls give her us the eyes. fucking kid <laughs> she's, she's like all right that's enough out of everyone captain stand down so i like yeah i, I have to describe what i'm doing yeah yes <laughs> audio medium jury just made a finger gun and then swung it wildly around the room november clara Weapons down, Captain. There's no threat here. I, I put my gun down. You too, Leo. I'm, I'm waiting for the captain to tell me to put my guns down. Can I Can I please get the recap on what's going on here in November? <sighs> well, we've got my patient here who's going to be making a proper recovery very soon. Charmed. And we've got Keela, my assistant. Hi. And we've got our good man, Michael, who's going to be paying Keela for her work. Take your hand off me. All right. I'm here, too. I guess stand down, Leo. Uh, November looks like they've got it. Okay. Um, uh, holster them. Um, so it's just let November finish and then get her and Clara out of there with Keela, perhaps? Yeah, but yeah. ideally, let's get Keela paid. Yeah. Yeah, November oh. is being, you know... A gentle, encouraging presence on Michael in the presence of all these good people. Michael's a good, a good guy. He's going to pay her. I'm going to ask you to sway, I think. I will push myself to roll my I'm a doctor, not a blank roll. Sure. You also gambit. We have three now still. Triple sixes. Holy shit. Clutching ten. (laughs) No. I think that I think that what you've noticed, of course, is that like the real power here is coming from Vorin, and that's why all of the gangsters are so nervous and kind of edgy. Uh, and so you, um, I think, when you talk about how Michael's a good person and everyone's going to get paid, you kind of gently but firmly lay a hand on Vorin's shoulder in the bed, non-threateningly, just like with a presence. Mm. And Vorin's like he's starting to get you know a little bit more color in his face, and he says. For heaven's sake, if all it will take to make everyone be quiet is a couple of credits, I think we can make this happen, Michael. And Michael is still a little bit embarrassed to be called by his first name. And he says, um, you actually hear him say quietly to Vorina, okay, dad. (laughs) Daddy. (laughs) Yes, daddy. Nepotism even. Yes, daddy. (laughs) No. Tattoos uh, reaches within his jacket and pulls out um, a cred stick. And I think he just kind of works out with Keela what whatever her payment was, and she says, um, "I guess she'll she'll let you walk her back to uh, Masha's place." In fact, because there's still wasps around. And um, to you, November specifically, he says, um, "You did great work. You were never here. None of this ever happened." Aye. And he slips you uh, to crap. Okay. Which for being kidnapped is, you know, most kidnapped people don't get paid, so it's that's you take true. what you can get. And then he says, All of you out of here now and forever. Okay. When we are like out of eyeshadow them, I like drape myself onto November B. Please help me. <laughs> I'm still kind of on fire. I didn't want to say anything earlier, but I'm still kind of on fire. <laughs> Absolutely. Exactly. That. Yeah. Well now I've got the big polysporin, in, so you just hold still. <laughs> Sponsored by Polysporin for all your cuts, scrapes, and bruises. Weird, weird recurring bit. <laughs> I don't know what else to call it. I like it. I like it. 
Uh, it's got individuality. It's got character. You take Keela back to Mosh, who uh, I think there's just one quick beat with Leo. Maybe as she kind of heads back into the hotel room and she starts cleaning herself up. Um, and he's in the hallway with you and he says, um, now you look like shit. Well, it wasn't uh, the easiest in the world, but uh, we got it done for you. You stuck your neck up, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. Uh, like his situation is like the whole family dynamics. Like it's pretty not great right now. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Give him the two creds I got, and I won't take the three. You're gonna pay him for finding his kidnapped niece. Gonna try and help him. Yeah. We still we still get two net one cred for the job. Uh, when you try to give him the cred you got, he at first is just like, Leo, there's no way. I can't take that from you. Well, let's just say that next time you said you were going to owe me, you're going to owe me all the more. He's got tears rolling up in the corners of his eyes and he just pulls you into another big bear hug. Then kisses you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, I just said leave him to it. You know, I think, but also because of like the, again, the whole like criminal and all that back stuff is, you know, like, it's just kind of like the conversation on looker looks, I guess, almost transactional, but there's more to it than that yeah. between us, you know, and he has stuff to, to tend to. And it's, it's, it's you know, that, that's it. Kind of a stoic exchange, I guess, to some, to some degree. Then you head back through the festival grounds a little bit um, beat up, bruised, and charred, and disrespected, but with all the polysporin you can carry. Uh, I have one beat. Yeah. Um, I guess as everyone's congregated, at one point Leo walks over uh, very awkwardly trying to hold all um, four ice cream cones. The four of you... Enjoy your ice cream as you lazily make your way back through the streets of the Gaia City Festival. Uh, Clara makes Jeeves chase around her little electronic flower. Uh, November finishes Shana's ice cream for her. And eventually you make your way back to the ship and back up into the stars of Procyon Sector. Thanks for listening to Many Realms. Episode 4 of Houndstooth will be out on October 12th, and the downtime session for this and each Houndstooth episode is available for free at patreon.com slash many realms. See you next time.